This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to the 21st episode of Kiwi and the Bird. I'm Kami. I'm Taylor. And in today's episode, we are giving a non-spoiler review about the steamy and out-of-this-world Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. Now, if you are under the age of 18, do not listen to this episode or read this book. If you are related to me or Taylor or know us personally, also do not listen to this episode or read this book. Thank you. Now, Ice Planet Barbarians is a science fiction erotica yeah, you heard that right. Told through the eyes of Georgie and Vectal. And it's best suited, again, for those who are over the age of 18. Georgie Crothers never expected to get abducted by aliens, and she never expected to fall in love with one either. When she crash lands on a planet that she nicknames Not Hoth, with 12 other girls, she encounters a 7-foot blue male alien named Vectal, who insists she is his mate. But while Georgie may think her hardest obstacle is returning home to Earth, she will soon find is actually what's in Vectal's pants. Georgie Carruthers is a 22-year-old girl from Orlando, Florida. She's bold, feisty, and horny as heck. The question is, will she survive her own desires while being stranded on a hostile planet? Georgie, she, you know, out of, you know, what, for being abducted by aliens... She was brave. Yeah. She took initiative in a lot of situations. And in the other girl's eyes that she's stranded with, she kind of is the leader. Yeah. She's like, hey, we got abducted and this isn't cool. So I'm going to do something about that. And I respect that. And then she's like, hey, I just met this alien guy. And yeah, I like his dick. So what? (laughs) She's unapologetic. (laughs) Yeah. No, she really is. 100%. Yeah. Overall, with Georgie, I feel like she's a leader. I think she takes initiative. I think she's sassy. And you know what? She's not afraid to try new things. Even if it's a new species. (laughs) (laughs) You know, for an erotica novel, I didn't mind Georgie. Yeah, I think um, one of the things... That's really important for me with a protagonist is if I like it when they're alone. Because oh. then that tells me that I'm either reading for them or I'm reading for someone else in the story. When Georgie was alone, I'm like, this girl's pretty funny in her head. And she's pretty like, oh, that was a big problem, but it's okay now. <laughs> <laughs> she's unbothered. Yeah, like she just kind of handles things. And for being stranded on an alien planet... She's like, this is the situation. I'm just going to just, I'm going to deal and I'm going to move on. Yeah, you know what? Which, respect for that. She's going to forgive and she's really going to forget. Vectal is a sock, an alien species native to not Hoth. He's blue, he has a tail, and he has an insatiable desire for the human girl that stumbles into his path. But while he has only ever wanted a mate, will Georgie feel the same? You know, Vectal is surprisingly sweet yeah he's very gentle and he's very comforting and 
you know, he sees this human girl, he's never seen a human before, and he's like, oh my goodness, this thing is so weak and vulnerable. And weird. And I must protect it with all my heart. Yeah. And he does. It's actually really cute. <laughs> it's really wholesome. <laughs> Surprisingly, for an erotica, he was really wholesome. Yeah, he's, he's innocent. Yeah, you know, all he all he wants is a mate. He just he just wants someone. That's just who he is, you know? He's very sweet. He's very knowledgeable. Yeah, he knows his terrain. He's he knows a his terrain. He knows how to survive. Yeah. And he just wants to protect Georgie. And he himself is a leader. He's the leader of his little clan of sock. S-A-K-H. <laughs> Not a sock. I, I We don't know if we're pronouncing it right. We're trying. We laughed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he does kind of have the qualities and strength of a warrior. And he is super protective and he'll kind of go into beast mode and stuff. But with Georgie, he's like, oh, it's a little cold in here. I'll make you a fire and I'll stoke it for seven hours straight. Like he's this giant blue dude, right? Who can fight off like basically anything and like can be very aggressive but with you it'd be like oh let me carry you princess style over the over the threshold of our home (laughs) (laughs) not hoth is a planet that is 3.2 million parsecs from earth it has two suns a whole lot of snow and a bunch of strange creatures yet oddly they're not the ones doing the eating not hoth was a surprising setting for me because it did feel very science fiction-y. Like, the point of this novel is not the setting. It's not really the story. The point of an erotica is for the eroticness. <laughs> so for the setting to be, like, to actually feel like science fiction, like, oh, I'm in space, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, this setting... I feel like we got to explore a lot of it. Yeah. We got a lot of the terrain and the creatures and what different creatures are in different areas. And I, coming out of this book, I actually have a really good sense of the territory and of the world. And I know how things work and the way that things work makes sense. And also, one of the most important things for me with world building is that the stuff is memorable. And I can remember a lot about this setting. Oh, yeah. She, Ruby, it's a very short book, but she, Ruby Dixon does a good job of setting up her world. Like, you know, like, the culture of the alien species, like, how they got there and all of that is incorporated into it as well. So, like, props to her, him, them. And the details that we got didn't feel forced either. I, they were just very naturally said, and and if I went to Not Hoth, I would know how to survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a it was just a lot of time dedicated to it, but in a really good way. There was it was like it was good because it was Georgie like figuring things out, while Vectal also kind of explaining things in his point of view. Yeah. Now, writing style-wise, what did you think about Ruby Dixon? She has a very creative mind for sex scenes. Oh! I I was not expecting that opener. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Like, okay, overall, 
her writing is concise, but it flows really well. Like the whole story was well paced and it just flowed. Um, the one thing, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. I probably shouldn't. It's fine though. The sex scenes were different enough that I can separate them out in my head for the most part. Oh, so you mean like each sex scene is into, like all the sex scenes don't blur together? No, I can, I can basically like separate them out in my head. Yeah. Which I think would be pretty difficult in an erotica. Mm-hmm. Because after the <laughs> rootang pootang, <laughs> it can feel some. No, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. Like, each scene had its moment, and so it's easy to recollect. Yeah. I think you mentioned this earlier, but Rube Dixon also did well in, like, putting in details where it was needed, but not so much where you were overwhelmed, and you still, like, understood everything. Mm. Yeah, I think with... Ice Planet Barbarians, the story moves really fast. It's it's about 180 pages, and yet the story doesn't feel thin. Like, it doesn't feel like it's lacking to me. Like, when I read it, I was feeling fulfilled. Like, I knew the world, I was getting to know the alien species, and with the sex scenes, I know a lot about those too. <laughs> <laughs> I know how it works with the sock. and i think to have a science fiction erotica that's only 180 pages where you do set up a world and the alien species and all that really well was really i was like this is good (laughs) if you like aliens seven foot tall men blue balls snow that one trope where you have to undress to keep warm interspecies intercourse Tails, horns, being horny, bachelor in paradise, surprisingly sweet alien boys, caves, vibrating, ice, Google Translate, hoff, survival stories, language barriers, glowing blue eyes, and sex, then this is definitely the book for you. Now, Kami, based on our unique rating scale of 1 to 7, 1 being literal trash and 7 being fangirl mania, what would you rate Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon? I would have to put it between a four and a five, which is page turner and feeling my shelf. I want to give it a rating and feeling my shelf because I feel like that would be it's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to give it a 4.7. 4.7 because I think it was better than Twilight. Loba shade. <laughs> <laughs> and I was surprised with how much I did enjoy it, I'm just not a huge erotica fan. That's you know? fair. Like, I'm not in it for the sex scenes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. No. I'm just... I feel like I'm just in the corner just watching people do it. I'm like, <laughs> help. <laughs> Save me. I'm like, there's a spur. <laughs> so, I'm... I'm going to give Ice Planet Barbarians a 4.8. Ooh. I don't I don't know what the point one difference is between your <laughs> I I don't know. Um Oh, you might have liked Bechtel more than me. Oh, that could have been it. Yeah, yeah. Like I would have considered maybe <laughs> getting a bit. I would give it a 4.8 because I feel like you get out of get a lot out of this book for 180 pages. 
more than I've gotten out of other books that are 500 pages. So even though there's not like any definitive character arc or there's no, you know, like galactal war or anything like that, I feel like this story did what it needed to do. And I feel like actually it did more than what it needed to do. It did. It surpassed what it needed to be. Yeah, because it, it's a science fiction romance, but there thought was put into it. Like, it was just very, wink, wink, satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have given it a 6.9. Oh, could you imagine? I would honestly do it just for the meme, and I'm not even kidding. I would give up my morals as a book reader just to give it a 6.9. Oh, that would have been good. Thank you for joining us on Kiwi and the Bird for our book recommendation episode about Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. We hope that you will join us in our upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media. On both Twitter and Instagram, we go by the handle at Kiwi and the Bird. We hope you liked today's recommendation. Join us for our upcoming book discussion episode where we go into spoilers and details about Ice Planet Barbarians. And remember, like a library, at Kiwi and the Bird, shh, happens. If you made it this far, get ready for some bloopers. Ooh. Dick. <laughs> Blue balls. <laughs> Alien. Sex. <laughs> Georgie. Hiya, Georgie. <laughs> but while Georgie may think. have like some fancy things like the fictional backstory that enhances the story. <laughs> it eases you in. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> oh. Oh by the way they have the sequels at Barnes and Noble now. movie I need is the one with Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. 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 I used to do that all the time and it made Kenna so mad. She's like, stop doing the Owen Wilson wow right now. <laughs> I like how she did it too. Just to emphasize. Stop doing that. Almost Wow. <laughs> my planet was named Uranus, I'd be like, wow. Really, guys? That's like the person he named that one place P.P. Creek. He named it Penis Creek? No, P.P. Oh, like, legit, like, P.P. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Because <laughs> there's, like, P.P. Creek and then, like, Poo Poo Lake or something. <laughs> yeah, so it's P.P. <laughs> Creek to um, Poo Poo Point. There's something about Pee Pee Creek in particular. <laughs> it does flow really well. Pee Pee Creek is really funny. <laughs> the flow is strong for the flow. <laughs> like Poo Poo Point, I respect, but Pee Pee Creek just has something. It's 
exit slamming towards me. Because <laughs> I swear, everyone's going, what the K-H. <laughs> Vectal is a sock. <laughs> oh, no. Who says leg? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who says leg? <laughs> it's like egg. That's egg. <laughs> there is no A. There is in my heart. It's <laughs> But egg is so egg. I respect eggs more than that. <laughs> so you named them eggs? Yeah. It's kind of cute. Eggs. <laughs> Legs. But peg egg. is peg. You don't say peg. That's weird. So where's the line? Where is the line? The funniest part is that we've lived in the same state. What What about beg? Oh, is that big? No, because that's bagel. (laughs) 